Okay, Zephram. Joe. Do you remember when you ran? Wait, do who remember? Do you do? You, <laughs> <laughs> um, does thouest remember <laughs> when you ranted to me about David Lynch? Yes, I hate that guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a rant for you. Okay. And boy, oh boy, you tell me all about I, it. I'm, I'm here just to listen. Perplexed at how dumb and convoluted a TV show can be. Mm. Oh wait. Let me guess. Are we talking about... Were you going to say it? Oh. Huh? What were you going to say? What was you I going to say? You didn't finish. <laughs> Who didn't finish? <laughs> Today we're talking about the, the Netflix original show, You. It's a Netflix original? Based on a book. I'm learning all this right now. Um, Alright. I've never seen a single episode of You. And I'm not going to come from a place of that you did with David Lynch. I didn't watch... <laughs> Who did? You gotta stop. <laughs> Who does, who's gotta stop? Shut up. <laughs> um... I didn't watch every single episode and the movie and the 25-year annual reunion, whatever the... Oh, you're talking about Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I watched the first half of the first season. Of you. And... Of who? <laughs> <laughs> and I heard... I had the ending spoiled for me, and I was already having like a hard time hanging on to the plot because I was like, this is kind of just ridiculous. It's not Dumb. my vibe, really, whatever. But I'll like, I'll keep watching it. Had the ending of the season spoiled for me, and I was like, oh, whatever. I don't feel like watching it anymore. And then I had season two spoiled for me, and I was like, okay, I really don't feel like watching it. And then my friend, our friend, Austin, decided to watch season three when it came out uh, two days ago. And as he watched it, I watched the majority of season three. So now you've seen half of season one and most of season three. Yes. And you have it all spoiled for you. I cannot believe how dumb this TV show is. Tell me about it. Okay. So season one opens with this character, Joe. What a dink. Um, And he really likes to um, perv on girls. I don't know if it's like a thing he was doing. Anyways, he meets a girl in a bookstore. He is a librarian. He works in a bookstore. And this really cute girl named Beck comes in, whatever. And he becomes obsessed with her. Like very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obsessed with her. <laughs> and infatuated. Like, is infatuated the with her. Him. And he is following her home. He's stalking her. He like like breaks into her house and steals articles of clothing of hers and keeps them for himself. And he's watching her through her windows and eventually um, finagles his way into her life to become her partner. And they began a romantic interest. And then at the very end of the season, he has done so much work to keep her in his life because he's so obsessed with this woman and the idea of being with her and being this person that, like, I don't know, being the one true person. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And he has killed people to to stay where he's at and he's framed people for those murders and he's done a lot of very spooky, crimey things 
to to stay invested in this woman. And at the very end of the season, he kills her. And he <gasps> finds somebody else. And he immediately okay. latches onto somebody else. So he's else. a serial killer. He, uh, yes, uh, he does want, he, I, th- I think at the end of season three, he probably has a body count of like 20, maybe. Okay. Be- be- so like this dude just stalks people and kills people. Prolific serial killer okay. at this point. Yeah. Um, 20 is pretty high. That's really high. That's higher than um, me. Hey, you just got to keep trying. Um, season two, I didn't watch. He, there's this woman named Love who he falls in love with. The, wow. The next one he becomes obsessed with, but the the, the next woman is named obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> the trick about this, the whole thing about the twist about this season is that she's also crazy. Season three, season two. Oh. And she's killing people to stay with him, and he's killing people to stay with her. And they're both killing people, and they're both insane. And then he, ha- oh, I've heard this. I've had this spoiled for me. Yeah. Doesn't he have like a oh my gosh she's crazy moment and leaves her even though he's like. He's crazy. Yes. Okay. And uh, by, by the time you get to season three, you realize that they truly are insane. And they think they all of their motives are reasonable and that they right. are making sane choices and that they're good people. They're okay. honestly good people. Um, they're just doing what needs to be done. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, it's not even interesting. It's just weird. Yeah. Because in real life... And this is coming from a guy who has had his uh, fiance make him listen to lots of Crime Junkie. Um, <laughs> not make yeah. him. I, I mean, I do enjoy it, but I never listen to it on my own. Yeah. Um, serial killers generally, and it, it sounds weird because in like movies, the most interesting villains are ones who think they're in the right. Like Thanos. Like yeah. He's just crazy and he thinks he's right. Okay. Yeah. In real life, most serial killers know they're despicable. Like you watch interviews yeah. with most serial killers and it's creepy because they'll be like, oh, I know what I did was evil. You should kill me. Like yeah. I, I'm horrible. They just have this compulsion to do it. So the whole premise of this already of this show yeah. is really losing me. But continue. Yes. So by the time you get to season three... They decide, all right, maybe we're actually perfect for each other because we're both crazy. Right. So they have a kid and they get married and they move to California like to Palpatine. start a life. Like Palpatine lives in California? That, not that part. Probably. Ian McDermott probably lives in California. I doubt it. Uh, maybe he's dead. Do you know Ian McDermott has been in like no movies besides Star Wars? I respect that. He's just like a stage actor. But I respect that. Um, anyways... The season three trailer opens up with him sitting in his backyard. He's living his nice, cushy suburban life with his new crazy wife and his new son. His he baby son. settled down. He settled down. And he looks across the fences and he sees a woman like a few houses down in her backyard and he becomes latch on to her. Of course he does. Yeah. So, and like the whole, the entire show is narrated by him, like his inner monologue. And he refers to. You constantly. It's called you. Like he's always pursuing who? you, the person who he's pursuing, whatever. He's like, I've been doing this all for you. And it's referring to a new person every freaking four episodes. Whatever. Uh, the first episode, I didn't watch the first episode. I watched two through ten. Um, the may, the woman he falls in love with now, his wife kills because she's like, well, we're not having that. I found your super pervy stash of... Um, crap stuff that you've been stealing from everybody a lot of stuff that very icky interesting things that he's stealing from women I can imagine Uh, yeah and she is like alright we're gonna get rid of that whatever blah 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 kills the woman down the the neighbor down the road Um, as the season progresses right 
three. Season three progresses. Um, they, a guy finds out about it that they're spooky and they're oh no I remember what it was their son gets measles their little baby son gets measles who gets measles anymore bro <laughs> I know they turned it into an anti-vax thing like oh. um, this That's family feels weird in a show like this uh, uh, no kidding and they the the guy the the dad of that family that exposed the baby to measles he goes to the wife's uh, bakery she owns a bakery and he's like, hey, I'm sorry, like, I, I, my family exposed your son to the measles, and that's why he's at the measles, and that's why he's in the hospital. Uh, thank God he's finally okay. Um, but I'm really not that sorry, because I was just really doing what I think our bodies are meant to be doing, because we were born to fight these kinds of things. And she's oh. like, I'm not going to take that. And she hits him over the head with a rolling pin and locks him in a super creepy soundproof glass cell that is in the basement of her bakery, which they had in the library of season one that Joe used to put people in as well. And it was like actually used for like to keep the humidity perfect for like a bunch of really old first edition books and stuff. And they realized, Oh, it was really good for keeping people captive, I guess. I don't know. So they built one, a custom one underneath a bakery. I don't know. So they keep them trapped there and the husband you of... You said they the, built one underneath the bakery? Yeah, the bakery that his wife owns. Oh. Um, but it's not... It wasn't a pizza shop, was it? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking... I'm connecting the dots. Anti-vax. Yeah. Secret yeah. people being kidnapped under a pizza shop. Whatever. Um. Anyways, they... Go to oh, where was my train of thought? Sorry, he's he's locked up in the basement, and then the husband of the woman who got murdered, who was the new obsession, um, he is like really looking for the murderer, and like there's like a lot of family conflict or whatever, and so they try, they end up getting away with having this guy. being kidnapped because the guy eventually hangs himself in his cell because they're like, okay, well, we can't let you go because you're going to tell people that I hit you over the head with a rolling pin and I keep been keeping you captive underneath my bakery. And he's like, all right, well, how about this? Uh, I'll keep your lie if you'll keep one of my lies. And she's like, all right, shoot, what lie do you have? And he's like a pastor to church kind of thing. So you're like, okay, what weird anti-religious stuff are they going to hand you turns out he's like a super saintly dude doesn't really have anything one time they went to a fundraiser and he gambled some of the money and then they just had to pay it back oh that's the biggest thing whatever and then he found out that his wife um was a part of the college scandal thing they looped that into the story what i know you're talking about the The william h the william h macy (laughs) wife what's his name wife's name was that lori laughlin was that yeah yeah they, that they looped that they looped into the show. Into the show. So he. What find, was the guy's name that they made the documentary about? That that was behind the whole thing. I don't remember his name. I know you're talking about though. Um, For some my brain wants to say Jeffrey Epstein. That's a different celebrity uh, money loop. Uh, but honestly, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, so he finds out just then, like because she hired a PI to like investigate all the people that in the town because they're suspicious that somebody's going to find out something about them. Um, so she Bro, this is I, I, you're losing so me it's so ridiculous it's so complex and uh, I was gonna say a word that we bleeped out a few episodes ago um, 20 episodes ago <laughs> 20 episodes ago 
Um, so she's like, oh, yeah, well, did you like, oh, I see. Here's a here's a secret that you can let me keep for you. Here's some dirt on you. And then she continues to tell this man uh-huh. locked in a cage that um, his son was actually a terrible student and he sexually assaulted a woman. And then that the wife was a part of the college scandal and then paid off like fifty thousand dollars to get her son into whatever Duke or Dartmouth or Sanford or whatever. Um, and he just found that out. That was news to him. So he hangs himself in the cell, and so they use it to frame like this whole scenario. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Hanging yourself in a cell. Yeah, and so they. It's all connecting. Yeah, they he hang. They take his body and they hang it in his family's home, and they write a, a suicide letter of Hey, I killed what's her face, the guy that, the the wife that got murdered. Um, I killed her. We were having a, an extramarital affair, and I can't live with myself anymore. Okay, they got away with it. That's dumb. And then the son of the guys whose wife got murdered, he is moving off to college, but he falls in love with Love, the wife of the main character. She's still around? She's still around. So they're having an affair. While Joe, the main character, he's having an affair with this new librarian boss of his. Whose name is... I don't remember. I bet it's something like... Hold on, hold on, wait. It's coming to me. His, Her name is... Um, Desire. No, Desiree. I think it was an actual name. I don't know. Lori? I don't know. That was oh, important. because library. Library. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, the dad of the wife that got murdered is like hacked into all the security cameras around the town so he could like what get, <laughs> he could get more information on where people were at so he could maybe find his wife's killer because he thinks she's really out there. What the murderer is You're still out there? Me. No, he shut up. And the murderer is still out there, and so he this hires so a different lady so to implement a face tracking. Um, no, no. Facial recognition. This is so stupid. Facial recognition. Um, and so he pays her for that. And so they're using like this. He's like pulling long nights. Like he just has like dossier files everywhere. Bro, Everybody in town. This is so and dumb. It's, it's so dumb. And then the son's like, that's crazy. Hey, love, psychopath lady who, but I don't know that. I'm just in love with you and I'm 19. And who? Love, <laughs> and he he's like, but I I think you should have a heads up. My dad is like trying to get some dirt on you guys, but I don't think he knows anything. Not that you guys have anything to worry about, anyways. Huh? huh? But he doesn't know anything. He doesn't. He doesn't. Sure. Know. Why not? Whatever. Um. So they're still having their affair. Woohoo! Um, and then they uh I don't even remember what happened. They lock up a different family. Oh, okay. How about this? <laughs> The main character, Joe, he, like, the whole time this season, he's, like, recounting, like, past trauma as a kid growing up. Like, his mom. Like, he accidentally. Sure. Not accidentally. He killed his he dad. He killed his sister with an accident in the woods. His dad, because his dad was abusive to his mom. And oh, then his okay. mom was, like, kind of, like, abandoned him. and was, like, couldn't look at her son the same because he's a murderer or whatever. And so, like, put him in a home. And so he has, like, this whole toxic Ab- yeah, abuse yeah, thing going on. And so he's just like, like Woody Harrelson in Venom Two. So he, whatever he's trying to like, this whole season he's like trying to be like a good dad. He's like, I have a son now, and I want to be a good person for him. But he's still Who, murdering I people. Don't care. I know. Like the fact, like why would they think 
I'll, I'll share my thoughts at the end. Okay. Um, anyways, they have some neighbors. Um, and he, the neighbor is like the super generic jock dude. And they go on like this big hiking camping trip where they're like, we're going to become, like get in touch with our real man side. And he's like kind of reluctant. Like, I don't really want to do this. Whatever. I'll go along with it because I want to meet my neighbors. And I want to get like, you know, close to that. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. They go on this big camping trip. And they're on the camping trip. And he's like, yeah, we're going to get in touch with our real men. The only thing we're ever going to eat out here is what we kill. No shirts, no weapons, go. And, like, they all rip off their shirts and they go in the woods. And he's like, if you guys have any discrepancies with anybody, you got to fight it out. And so they're Were they the killing woods. deer with their bare hands? What so, do you mean? So they go into the woods. And he's he's not, like, the most muscular jock dude. Like the Joe? This, yeah. Not like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So he's not like the most muscular dude like this guy who took him on this camping trip is. Um, so they're out in the woods and he's like, Joe, you got to kill an animal and eat it or whatever. And Joe's like, I don't really feel like doing this. This is not my vibe. I didn't really feel like going out here anyways or whatever. And he runs into the dude, the, the big buff jock guy just gets naked. He's in his underwear now. And Joe's like, what now? What's, hap- what's happening now? What is happening and the dude runs off into the woods in his underwear, comes back with a, squ- a live squirrel in his hand, and he's like, kill it. And he hands it to him, and he's like, I'm not going to kill it. And he goes, kill it. And then he's like, I'm not going to do that. And so he's like, fine. And he breaks the squirrel's neck and throws it on the ground, and he goes, you have a discrepancy? You know the rules. Let's fight it out. And so they're fighting while like, he socks him in the mouth or whatever, and then Joe finally snaps. He's like, fine, I'm going to kill this dude, I guess, in the woods. Which, at this point, he's probably he's killed like 14 people. What's one more at this point? They're just going to figure out how to frame somebody else for it. So he punches him and tackles him off of a ledge, and he falls off the ledge, and he's like, oh, great, I killed him. Oh, no. And so he takes his body, he brings it back to the campsite, and he was like, he slipped and fell off a ledge or whatever. And then it turns out he wasn't, like, he was about to give him CPR, and he, like, wakes up, and he goes, Joe, what are you doing? And he's like, what's happening? And he was like, I'm touched that you were going to save my life. I've been doing, insert weird performance-enhancing drug for 20 years. Ivermectin. (laughs) Ivermectin. I wouldn't have been surprised at this point. Um, they brought every other current event into it. He, he said, I've been doing this blank drug for 20 years. I'm basically impossible to kill. And then snaps his shoulder back into place like a total jock. <laughs> the most Bro, ridiculous. what the heck the is most this show? ridiculous fad move in the this world. Is- <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, finally. Like, you've gotten in touch with your are true, all, are true man. Are almost to the end of this? No. And he, he's like, you finally got in touch with your true man. And he welcomes him with a hug. And then Joe starts breaking down crying. And they start celebrating. Because, like, Joe Yay. finally... Yeah, like, he finally, like, got in touch with his real self or whatever. And um, then that couple, it turns out they want to be a swinger couple with the, the main two characters, Joe and Love. Bro, I hate this show. I've never uh, it's seen so it. dumb. Um, and then there's also this side story where the library boss that Joe is in love with, who's the new you girl of, for the rest of the season, um, the new obsession, um, she's having troubles with her ex-husband because the ex-husband wants to like hang over like, um, oh, what's the term where you have, oh, custody over their kids, um, like over her, and he's like trying to maintain control of her. It's a very abusive relationship. He ends up killing him just basically in like just the open, like right outside of a gym. He steps outside of the gym and he just stabs him in the chest a bunch of times and like takes his wallet to stage it as like a murder robbery kind of setup, uh, whatever. And so he's trying to do that. And then he's like, finally, he's investing so much time in this other girl. So he's like, okay, we're going to move away together because that's the logical thing to do. I'm going to divorce my wife to go move away with this woman because it's his new infatuation. 
Um, and then the wife, this whole time, there's like a whole lot of extra, like, like, uh, marital tension stuff going on between the two of them because they're both focusing on other, they're both having affairs and they're not paying attention to each other. And there's a conflict with love's mom, um, is also, so love's brother actually died at the beginning. I think he got murdered by Joe at the beginning of the season. Um, and his name was Forty. Why is that his name? I don't know. Why do people have stupid names in the show? I don't know. So the mom uh, of love, the crazy wife, um, she is like trying to reconcile the fact that her son is dead, and or just like trying to like bring, like find peace in that or whatever. And she's like this weird social media influencer lady. I don't really get her job. And she owns a, like a vineyard or something like that. Eventually, she like semi like low key kidnaps the son as like a baby. Like the, she was gonna babysit the son, but really she. This is still season the, three. Yeah, the reason she wanted to babysit the son, her grandson, is because she thinks. Like she's actually like kind of crazy. Like she's like a like Loki, probably schizophrenic kind of thing going on. Like she thinks it's the reincarnation of her dead son, and so might as well be. They bring her. They go. They shoot her to rehab. They're like get out of our life, whatever. Um, and then oh, what else happens? Um, they lock up that crazy sex couple that would like the, with the hiker dude. Um, in the place now because they during their swinger trip they overheard. Joe and Love talking about the fact that they murdered the first lady of the season. And then they were like, we're acting coy. Like, we didn't hear it. I don't know what you guys are talking about. We didn't hear anything. Oh, you guys want to join the party? One, two, three, go. Jump on him. And they were like trying to like make a break for it. And they eventually kidnapped him and put them in the cell. So now the weird swinger couple, camping couple. This is underneath the... Underneath the bakery. The bakery. Um... Uh, they're locked they up in there now. They just have a prison down there. They just have a prison down there. And then the 19-year-old boy that she's been having an affair with uh, stumbles upon them. And he's like, oh, oh no. Like, what do I got to do? I came here for love because I'm in love with her. Uh. I was trying to come here to help. And then I found these people locked up in a cage. How do I help them? And then love stumbles upon him, stumbling upon them. And she's like, Stumble hey, upon. Stumble, rest in peace. And she goes, hey, you got to get out of here. You got to leave town forever i can never see you again you gotta promise that like whatever you saw tonight isn't gonna happen like isn't gonna get out and he's like all right cool cool and as he's turning to walk out the door she hits him over the head to try and kill him and so bro i don't <laughs> care this is ridiculous and so joe is like all right we gotta clean up this mess now so he goes to get the body turns out he's not dead and he's like all right actually i can use this to frame my wife maybe i don't know and so he he gets him. He picks him up. He's like, I don't know. Love's crazy. I don't know. I, like, I can't believe she did this to you. Whatever. And then she brings it. Like he get whatever. Gets him to the hospital. Whatever. Um, the entire time that couple are locked up in the cage, they're going through like a a thing. Like they're all obsessed with like hacks. Like trying to fix their relationship with specific things. Like going out of the bound. Like out of boundaries to like appeal to each other whatever and they start like really confronting like head to head and they wind up with a gun in the cell and they end up shooting each other at one point um and so they're both bleeding out and having conflict whatever um where are we at now okay so um love is now on to joe she's like okay he's definitely been cheating on me so that he comes home for dinner and she's like oh she's very weirdly Okay, I don't know. She's like very not 
the, I don't know, things seem to be really suspiciously good right now. So she's like making dinner and she sits down and she's like, um, do you love her? And he's like, I don't know who you're talking about, babe. What? And she's like, do you love her? I really want to And go. you're telling me that at this point in this television show, yeah. I'm expected to care yes. about these characters' personal relationships. 1,000%. So um, they're eating dinner and they're having like this little argument or whatever. And she goes to take care of the baby because he's starting to whine and this entire like and they talk about like okay maybe we should get a divorce whatever and that kind of like shocked her so the baby starts crying she's like uh okay i'm gonna go take care of the baby and when he comes back he grabs the knife that was used to cut the chicken and he like hides it and as they keep talking she's like let me tell you about my first husband i used this one drug which is a paralytic to paralyze him and that's how he died i actually murdered him but don't worry it's not going to be as horrible as the way it happened to him as it is to you and he's like what and he's like and if you hadn't grabbed a weapon it wouldn't have happened at all and it turns out i guess she had put the poison on the knife oh, and so it would soak in what skin. that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life are you kidding me soaking through its skin that's the stupidest thing so I've ever he heard. falls down oh like i'm paralyzed now and joe does yeah yeah, Joe does. Oh no, not Joe, and the then, serial killer. And then while he's on the ground, um, tied up, like she's like, I don't know, talking about a bunch of crap. I don't know. She, the uh, the library lady with her daughter come in, and she's like, Hey, um, you called me over here. What's up? And she's like, um, I know you guys are having an affair. Um, and she's like, well, Joe told me you guys were getting separated. And she's like, well, that's news to me because that was never happening. And she was like, oh, I guess I just have an issue like being attracted to really toxic dudes and she's like aren't we all whatever and she ends up leaving and she was about to murder this lady but then she saw her daughter come in and she's like I can't believe I was about to murder this little girl's mom or whatever just lets them go and the library lady leaves thinking that Joe is just crazy mm. and that's the end of that they're gone um, and then she has to go do something I don't remember has to take care of something I think it's the whole I, I don't know I don't know I don't know um, while she's gone the dad whose son just got almost murdered and whose wife got murdered at the beginning of the season who had video surveillance. Are we almost done. Almost. Uh, that dad um, sees the wife leave and so he's like, oh, I'm going to sneak into her house to see what she's up. Because he's had a hunch about that family the sure, whole yeah, time. Um, he sneaks in and he sees Joe laying on the floor paralyzed and he's like trying to get information out of him. And he's like, what happened to my son? Where's my son? Or did you guys kill my wife? Whatever. I should kill you because I guarantee you knew it this whole time. I, like, I bet your wife did all of this, whatever. I've always been suspicious of your wife. Your wife's a murderer, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then he leaves. And then she comes back and she's like about to murder Joe. She was like, all right, I guess the, uh, this is the only solution. Whatever. She grabs his head, picks up his head. He's laying on his stomach, picks up his head off the ground. He's about to slit his throat. And then he reaches up and hits her with a syringe that he's been so carefully... Bro, <laughs> are you kidding me? This is the laziest writing I've ever he's heard. Keeping, They're just introducing things. He's been keeping concealed the whole time. It turns out it's that same drug that hey, she was see, using. I actually, had a, I actually had a secret weapon the whole time. You fell for it. He 
got her with the same paralyzing stuff that she got that he oh, hit her with. Wow, the turntables. So you gotta you gotta listen up for this next part. Alright, I'm listening so hard. He knew she was gonna pull something like that because she was growing wolf's bane in the garden and I guess that paralyzes people. I don't really know. And so he's sure. like, oh, she's going to try and paralyze me or something sure. later on. She's growing Nern root in the garden. Yeah. It's fine. So he, whenever he put a uh, jock campy dude in the cell, yeah. um, stumbled upon his like, weird workout drugs. How many people get in there now? I don't know. Uh, workout drugs. Um, found a bunch of stuff. And then he was like, oh, I remember from whenever I was looking up my wife's plants with that paralyzed plant um, that if you take adrenaline it can counteract it so he took adrenaline um, very conveniently before any of this happened um, and so it counteracted the paralyzed stuff so he's been faking it this whole time oh um, my gosh and then hit her with the paralyzed wait, stuff stop hold on I'm not done but wait no I what? this can't wait he's been faking the paralyzation because he already took the antidote yeah but he was just laying on the floor with nobody in there waiting for somebody to walk in? Yeah, but there wasn't like a whole lot of time in between people coming in and out. So don't worry about it. Okay. That's not what you need to worry about. Whatever. Um, Go ahead. So he hits her with the paralyzing stuff. And she's like in a lot of agony because apparently as it works through your system. Is this really love hurts. or is this somebody else? This is love. Okay. Um, and so what he, what he does now is he kills her and he sets up like a uh oh what's it he like a, a suicide note let us say per se sure um of like all of the crimes that have been happening all of the different people going missing and murders and everything mm-hmm. that's been happening in this town that's whatever it was it all says me. it's all me yeah whatever framing her for the incident and then he's like well i I'm going to be indicted with this if like, mm. I don't like find a way out for myself. So he chops off two of his toes. So it's just, <laughs> I know they can't hear you rolling your eyes, but you got you got to just hang on for a second. Okay. He chops off two of his toes, and he plants them in a pie <laughs> to, make it, <laughs> to make it look like she cooked him and was going to eat him. What? That's what he came up with? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. And then he's like, well, now that I've got this pie set up, I'm going to blow up the house. <laughs> what? Oh, you, this is a joke. You're pulling my leg. <laughs> and so he... Like, <laughs> He, like, turns on all the gas stoves and he, like, sets something in the oven to, like, start catching fire. And then the house catches on fire and, like, burns up. And then the police and fire people get there and they're like, oh, we found enough evidence. Like, she's definitely the one. And we also found part of her husband. I guess she was going to eat him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And then, it, so he's got off scot-free. And he leaves his son at this gay couple's house because, like, I can't take care of him. Also, one of the guys in the couple is blind. So he just hands off the baby and just stands at the driveway watching the gay man pick up his baby. He doesn't even have to, like, run anywhere. He's just watching this blind man. Sure. Stuff, whatever. He's like, okay, I can't take care of the kid anymore. Very heartfelt, like, blind somber gay. looking away. What? You said gay man and you said blind man. They're the same person. Okay. <laughs> So he's watching like very somber goodbye, like his son being given to this nice family. 
Um, and then he runs off, right? So as far as the world knows, his wife was this crazy lady who abducted, baked him in a pie, baked him yeah. in a pie, and like murdered a bunch of people and even and killed gone. her husband. And now he's off to season four. Yes. Um, before we get into that. Uh, the crazy couple, they use this whole being trapped in a cell experience to give a TED Talk about their new um, book, their new self-motivation couples book of like, here is a crazy way that you guys can enhance your love. Lock yourselves in a cell. It's crazy. Oh, fun. No. Yeah. So they No, know. that's a joke. No. That's a stupid joke. No. They, they're on. It's, it's, it's not it's, even it funny. It TEDx on the stage. It's, it's not even it, funny. I it, know it's not. It's so dumb. So there's that. And you're like, I can't believe they just did that. Whatever. And then it picks up with him. And he's like looking for this library girl. And he's like, I got to find you somewhere or whatever. And he's like in a bar or like a coffee shop or something. And he thinks he sees her walk in. And he's like, oh, it's her. And then she turns around. It's not her. Just somebody looks like her. And then he steps out of the... Um, the place he was at it's like a cafe he steps out of the cafe right and in season four he's now has faked his death and has moved to paris france and to start it all over again are we done now we're done now joe that is and i don't mean this lightly this is that <laughs> is the stupidest plot of anything i have ever heard in my life i'm filled with rage and I, okay, I don't want to judge it too harshly because I haven't seen it. No, I've not seen don't. it. Well, I've not seen a single episode. And when you, when you explain the plot of something to somebody, it's easy to make it sound mm-hmm. dumb. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. anything can sound dumb if you're just explaining the plot verbally. Yeah, like yeah. listen to this. Oh, uh, Walt does Walt Disney played a board game and won the Cold War. That sounds pretty stupid, right? But it's actually the plot to Pawn Sacrifice with Tobey <laughs> Maguire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. you can make anything sound stupid, but. Uh, but that's like idiotic, and I think the problem is, if I may give my opinion, um, that this is the sign of when a show just keeps going for no reason. This is the definition of yeah. milking it, because yeah. the original plot of the show—that's an intriguing, simple plot. Oh, it's just yeah, a serial just killer, creepy guy told dude. from his point of view. That's yeah. great, you know, and he's twist has this twisted logic to everything. Yeah. But when you extend that past one season. Uh-huh. And two years later, you're, he's living a suburban life with a son, and it's become a weird serial killer soap opera where people are baking toes into pies, Yeah, and they have a secret dungeon, a Pizzagate dungeon, then I'm out, Joe. That's stupid. That's, if you're still... Who's still watching this? I'm glad you said a specific word because it was something I was going to use to describe this word. Milking? Soap opera. Oh. It felt like I was watching... Like a satire, like somebody well, lampooning a, a soap, soap opera, like Twin Peaks. Like originally Twi- was, was it really? It was like a satire. Yeah, like they they oh, used nice. a soap opera formula to make fun of it because it was really popular. But you did a good job describing it then, because that's what the vibe I got. I was like, yeah. this sounds like a stupid serial killer soap opera. And the entire time we were watching it, I was like, oh, I wonder what's gonna. It's like happen. every episode, it's like, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna Who's happen? Mad at who? I was theorizing yeah. stuff, and I was like, you know how dumb that sounds. If the 19-year-old just starts murdering people, but I can, I might as well. Who knows? What else they, have they done There's this no season? rules in this stupid yeah, world. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's really all I have to say, Joe. That just sounds really yeah. dumb. Anyways, I'll update you on season four when it comes out. All right, thanks. Um, I do have one question before we end. Yeah. Out, uh, which of these, um, of all the movies or TV shows that I can think of with, with pro- single word pronoun-based titles, which one do you like the best? You? Her? 
or us or He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of uh, we. We? Oh, like the sports, the bowling, and yeah. the tennis, yeah, and the little guys with floating heads and no mm-hmm. arms. Yeah, I I really like um I really like I. Uh, I Robot was really good. There's a movie called They. They live. John Carpenter. No, I think there's a movie just called They. They it's like live. An early two thousands movie. Okay. That's it. Um, there's also one. Let's see. What's the name of that other one? Was. <sighs> uh, Where the, the, there's Shim. Shim. Um, <laughs> Shim. Okay, Joe. Yeah. What's your favorite TV show ever? Uh, Futurama? Probably. All right, what's your least favorite? Uh, you. Oh, I was about to ask. Are you serious? Is that your number 100? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to ask on a scale of 1 to 100 if 1's the best and 100 is the worst. What, no. Where is this? Where I don't know. Fall? It's not the worst, but... All right, if 100 is Dawson's Creek, then I... <laughs> where is... And 1 is Futurama, where does you lay? I got enough enjoyment out of it because it was that dumb. Yeah. I hated it enough to like hating it I'd probably put it at like a 59 I don't like it but I don't completely despise it because I hate it so much I like hating it it's easy it's easy to hate that's fun it's easy they're like the Pats who? oh the Patriots yeah or the Lakers or the Lakers they're really easy to hate yeah but I'm probably still gonna watch a game Until LeBron starts going on a murdering spree to impress Zendaya. In Paris.